Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Chakraway Meditation Podcast. Today we have another beautiful chat, and this is one of uh, this is the first time that I've ever had a returning guest. So hopefully, some of you listened to my podcast with Cindy Van Arnhem back in um, in October, where we discussed quantum numerology. Cindy is also a coach using universal law. And we touched on this in the last episode and then realized that we just had way too much to, you know, we, we, we couldn't go there. It was too big a subject. So we decided to come back and here we are. And this was a really beautifully mind-blowing episode chat with, with Cindy. And we focused in very much on one particular universal law, which she uses a lot in her coaching, which is divine timing. And this law in itself encompasses so many other laws, universal laws. You know, we are all energy. We are all part of the universe. And so the laws of the universe, they apply to all of us. And honestly, I found myself learning so much during this episode. It's a shame that universal law is not wider used, but I think Cindy's the girl to publicize this. And I hope that this takes you on a journey. You know, Cindy has so much authenticity and belief and great, great energy. I love this woman. So I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. Here we go. So hello and welcome. And for the very first time, I have a return visitor. We loved her so much. I loved her so much. I had to have her back. So welcome to Cindy Van Arnhem. Thank you for coming back, Cindy. Oh, I'm so excited to come back. I'm excited that I'm your first return guest. That's new. That's pretty impressive. Well, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, maybe not quite so, but still, it's a big deal. And the reason that I've got you back is that you just have so much energy, great energy that I just love. And you have so much knowledge that is really important. 
And um, last time, so for those of you who didn't perhaps listen to the first episode, Cindy is a um, a master quantum neuro- numerologist, if I can wrap my tongue around that, let alone my head. And she's also a universal laws coach. And so last episode, we talked about the numerology, quantum numerology, fascinating. I'm seeing numbers way more than I said, it's been, a, been interesting. And we just began, we began to touch on universal laws when we were chatting last time. And um, and we decided that we just, I had, my head certainly was fried. I could not take any more information in that day. So here we are again, fresh day. Hopefully we can take it in. So before we get started, Cindy, I did a little bit of research before we, before we jumped on Zoom. And um, this is what... Uh, this is what Google had to say about universal laws. So you punch in universal laws and these, you know, there were lists, oh, here's 15, here's 12, whatever. Mm -hmm. So so many laws. So law of gravitation, law of nature, law of human functionality, divine oneness, correspondence, the law of cause and effect, the law of compensation, the law of attraction, probably the one that most people know of, Mm -hmm. law of manifestation, again, very similar. Law of relativity. I feel like we're getting scientific here. Um, (laughs) The law of, oh my God, I can't read my own writing on that one. Polarity. (laughs) Law of polarity. Law of uh, energy and vibration. Law of action. Law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Law of rhythm. (laughs) And you have given me a new one before we were talking. Cindy was like, this is the one I want to talk about. And this is the law of divine timing. So having (laughs) exploded our minds with all of those, that potential of (laughs) excitement and and energy, um, just bring us back to what are the universal laws to begin with? And then we can start unpicking them and understanding them a bit more. Yeah, absolutely. I love that list. That's fun because, you know, there's different words to describe different things. And so there were a few in there that I've not heard of. And yet I could see, I was like, oh yeah, that's probably means what this law is. So I work with 25 different universal laws. I am not going to go into all of them today because that's going to blow up people's brains. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) But when it comes to universal law, universal law is simply the way the universe works. And because we are part of the universe, when we can tap into those laws and understand how the universe works, we can make our lives so much easier. So one of the things that I love to say is learn to think like the universe. So we have our our (laughs) ego mind, our ego mind trying to control things, the to-do list, the 52 million things to do, the I got to take care of the kids, I got to do the laundry, I got to be an entrepreneur, I got to get this podcast out, I got to do all this stuff. And it complicates everything. And what I have learned from universal law is that complication is never the way of the universe. So when we can get out of our own way with that little ego mind and start to think like the universe based on these laws, everything falls into flow. Everything gets easier. For me personally, I used to work like 15 hour days, seven days a week, hustle, grind, just busy, 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 thinking that if I just worked a little harder, somehow I would break through and magically make money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I know that doesn't work. (laughs) 
And when I learned about universal law, now I am what would be perceived as three times busier. And I work three days a week. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. <laughs> and just by, okay, just by using the principle of universal laws. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is something that everybody needs to take on board. Yes, I agree. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm so passionate about this work. So for me, I think, you know, there's all these different laws. There's you know, There was a few that were missed in that list. So thanks, Google. Um, but my favorite law is the law of divine timing, because divine timing includes all the other laws without you necessarily needing to know them all. Okay. So there is a divine timing cycle that we all go through. And I hear this all the time with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of spiritual people of, oh, you know, if the universe wants me to have it, it will show up in divine timing. Okay. Now, divine timing is always active. It's always there. But if you're not leveraging it, then you're at the whim of it. But there is a way to leverage it to activate your own divine timing cycle to make things happen faster. Okay. Yeah, no, that really that really rings a bell because, you know, I hear a lot of people who sort of on the very sort of edge of just sort of being, uh, you know, this kind of work and they just say, oh, well, if the universe wants it to be, if it's meant to be, it will be. And, yeah. you know, they kind of leave it out there as a as an external decision to be made for them. Yes. And and sometimes, yes, there's a sign that can come and you go, OK, so that's what that means. Or if something really crappy happens, you go, OK, well, that was meant to be for whatever reason. I'm not sure yet what. But mm. OK, so this kind of if it's meant to be, it'll happen is is no, we don't. We don't. Don't do that. Doesn't work. Don't do that. <laughs> OK, good. All right, I just wanted to clear that out because I think a lot of people think like that. I do. Absolutely. I hear it a lot. And here's where I'm going to blow that one out of the water completely Thanks. is that you are part of the universe. This decision is not made outside of you. You are part of the one. And so therefore you're in partnership and you have a role to play. You're not at the whim of the universe because you're part of the universe. Yeah. So you get to make decisions, you have free will, and it requires some self-responsibility and making a decision of, I choose to have this. Okay. And then walking the path. Yeah. 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 Okay. So divine timing, what is... Mm -hmm. What is what is that? Tell me that law. Yeah. I mean, law <laughs> does each law have like a, a sort of... Um, I don't know, a, a law attached to it. I'm trying to think like a sort of a sentence that defines it, a definition. Yeah, yeah, most of the laws do. There's a, a description for each, yeah. if you want to say that. And the law of divine timing is just a little bit more complicated than all of the other laws because there are six stages to divine timing. Okay. So I'd be happy to go through those six stages and yeah. share what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. So when you are at the whim of divine timing, you're not aware of what's happening with these six stages. And so it can feel like things just happen and you don't understand why, and why can't I have what I want? And now I'm waiting for the universe to send me a sign and all of this stuff can come up. But mm -hmm. when you start to recognize these six stages and one of my favorite questions to ask is what time is it? Not based on the clock, but in divine timing because you're always in one of these six stages. Nice. 
So it is circular. There is no starting point to divine timing because we go around and around and around, but we got to start somewhere. So we're going to start with awareness. Awareness is everything. <laughs> so the choir, absolutely awareness. Yeah, is everything. yeah. It's the so start use, of everything. Energy. So I'll work. use an example. Uh, I'll I'll tell a story as we go through this to understand how this works. So we have an awareness that, you know, maybe I don't have enough money in the bank account. I'm aware that I'm not able to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. There's this deep awareness of, oh, crap, what am I going to do? Right. So in that awareness, there's also a sense of separation. I'm separate from money. Money is not in my experience. And I'm very aware that this is painful. So in that awareness stage, we want to try to fix the problem, usually. This is what humans, the ego mind wants to do. But the problem was created from an energy that you cannot solve the problem from. We can, and I, I can't remember who said that, but you cannot solve a problem in the same energy that it was created from. I think it was Einstein that said that. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So when we have an awareness, we have to take a step back and sit with that awareness for a moment instead of what I call Tyrannosaurus Rexing all over it, trying to fix the problem. It's like, imagine a Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to put a fitted sheet on a bed. Like it's just <laughs> not gonna work, right? You had a tiny little arms, a tiny little brain, you can't function. So just stop, Yeah. Right? <laughs> so this is where humans like to try to skip over stages of divine timing of, oh, I don't have any money, so I need to do something to fix the problem. Don't do that. Okay. Stop, drop, and hold, please. <laughs> so then you come into the next stage of divine timing, which is acceptance. And this is where everybody wants to skip over because humans don't like to feel their feelings. We got to feel our feelings. So the awareness is very mental. It's up in the mind. It's all of the information that you are seeing in your world. And the acceptance is the feeling state of, I feel separate from money. So now I feel like I'm not worthy. Now I feel like I'm left out, like I don't belong. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like I'm not connected to the universe. And so I feel all the shame. Yeah. I feel the shame of spending too much money over here. So I don't have enough money for this. Like all of these feelings rise up, but because our society has trained us to numb it, dumb it, drug it, Netflix it, feed it, alcohol it, whatever, shove it under the carpet, then it doesn't exist. We skip over that very crucial piece of acceptance of what is. Can you feel in your body? Yes, I'm experiencing shame. Yes, I'm experiencing guilt yeah. and I love and accept myself anyway. Mm. That's so important. God, it so might awesome. require some forgiveness work. Acceptance is as simple as just spending time in the body and feeling your feelings and acknowledging what's really going on. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, so, you know, just when you say that, that just makes me think, of when I'm doing you know teaching a yoga class and you do something and you know it's quite strenuous and then I come back and I just say right in that sort of restful pose just feel what you're feeling that's like what are you feeling just like connect with that because we're so not used to connecting with how how we're feeling which yeah. is why it's really useful to like start with it's like how do your hips feel after that massive stretch like just uh -huh. training yourself to go inside and ask the question um it's 
it can be as simple as that. So it's tough. That's a tough thing to do to actually understand how you feel. Meditation yeah. is great for that as well. Just just that quiet going inside because you're right. Any minute you have a moment where you could actually sit there and think about how you feel, you just grab your phone. It's like, I'll just distract myself. You right. know, I don't want to feel anything. What's here? Right. I don't want to feel my feelings. Yes. Yeah. So we as a society need to learn to feel our feelings. It's so, so, so important. And we're all skipping over it and therefore having trouble with divine timing. And then we make all the excuses of, oh, well, the universe didn't want me to have it. And all of this other stuff shows up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So feel your feelings, accept what is, but there's another part to acceptance of accepting what could be. Mm. Feeling what it feels like to have money in the bank account. Because we've got all this shame and all this guilt and all these other feelings that we're feeling. And then we're like, oh, I'm just going to eat a pint of ice cream and forget about it. Then I can't have any money. Well, in order to move forward in divine timing, we got to feel what could be. So feeling what it feels like to be able to pay the rent, to be able to buy the things for your kids, to be able to spread your wealth around the world, whatever that feeling is. And activate the feeling state in the body of what could be. Yeah. And that feeds very much into the laws of attraction and laws of manifestation, doesn't it? Which is you have to feel what it would be like. You want that thing, whatever it is, that success or whatever you have to feel. Yeah. Just a picture. You have to feel what that would be like. So that what could be what powerful three words that is. I love that. Yeah. goosebumps. All right, so we've got acceptance of what is and acceptance of what could be. And then comes the next stage of divine timing, which is our most favorite, not, self-responsibility. Ooh, we don't like that, no. Right? Doesn't that just feel icky? And yet, (laughs) if you don't tell the universe that you choose to have it, you'll never have it. Mm. It requires pulling up the big girl or boy pants and making a decision. I choose to experience wealth. Yeah. So this awareness, acceptance, self-responsibility can take years mm. or it can happen in an instant. In an instant. Yeah. Because all you have to do is think it, feel it, and then decide. You can do that in less than 30 seconds. Yeah. But we don't want to feel our feelings and we want to skip all over it and we want to find a solution and, God, and finding it. things to do. Yeah. And finding finding the forgiveness that's needed for the acceptance and forgiving the self and letting go of all the past and all the history and all the programming. And like that's a lifetime's work of stuff. Yes, it we can be. drop it, but it's it's and I think it's really different for everybody. You know, some people are able to just make that shift and other people uh, find themselves really stuck. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a big old state that. Um, yeah. And I think it depends on your your level of awareness of who you are. Right. So many people feel broken, feel like oh, I got to clear all this stuff before I can experience that. I've got to heal all this stuff before I can have that. What if you just decided you could have it now because you are whole and there's nothing wrong with you? Mm. This, This concept, so there is a time and place for healing. I won't discount that. And there's also a time and place to decide that you're whole and that you're not broken. Yeah. And you can decide that now. Yeah, yeah. You can, you, you're, the mind can change. 
Yes. 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 And so you don't need years and years of healing and you don't need to clean out your past generational money story. You could just choose to be wealthy now and experience it. Yeah. So then that leads into the next stage of divine timing, because now it's time to do something about it. So we've got this self-responsibility. You've made a decision. I choose to experience this. Well, the decision isn't one and done. You don't make the decision and then go, wee and go hang out on the beach. Yeah. There's something to do at this point. Yeah. But here's what most of us do. We want to know how. And then we go and sign up for a hundred different courses of how to manifest money. Buy a million <laughs> books. Forget, yeah, we forget our own power. So here's where the control starts to show up. Whenever I hear the word how, the ego is trying to control the outcome. how is none of your business ever so this is where every morning after you've made this decision every morning you wake up and you think the thought I choose to experience money and then you feel your feelings of what it feels like to have money and you make the decision again and again and again every single day And in that decision, you also ask, what's the next step? And you let your intuition guide you. Now, sometimes the next step makes no sense whatsoever. I once had a a guest on my podcast who was very much tapped into this law. And he made a decision. He was just, I'm going to trust whatever my intuition tells me to do. His intention was to write children's stories. Mm -hmm. That's all he wanted to do was write children's books. Okay. His intuition told him to open a coffee shop, which then proceeded to fail epically, but he kept doing it because his intuition was guiding him. And he was like, okay, I'm just going to do this. He has now written over a hundred children's books. The coffee shop was part of the journey. We try to control the journey and we got to reverse engineer how to do all the things, let go of the how and follow the nudge. Yeah, which is not easy to do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because we like to be logical. We like to. It's a. It's a natural thing to want to stay in control and see how it all unfolds logically. Because our logic brain is yeah. like going. No, we have to. We've been taught that this is how to do it. We can't just go around just, you know, succumbing to every whim that comes along. Because mm-hmm. that's what intuition sometimes feels like. You right. know, that gentleman that you talked to who's succeeded and written all these books, that was a whim to yeah. open a shop. Yeah. But, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, so I love that you w- used the word it's natural to want to control because it's actually not. Oh, really? Okay. It is completely, <laughs> it's against our nature to control the outcome. That's not thinking like the universe, but this is how we've been programmed. We've been programmed to be producers, to get the things done. We've been programmed to reverse engineer and project manage and have the 52 million things on your to-do list and just check things off the list. That's how we've been programmed. It is not our natural way of being. Okay. So. Yeah. We're trusting our intuition. We're just doing what's next. And sometimes what's next is a nap. Sometimes what's next is 
build a website. Sometimes what's next is go to that coffee shop and then you meet somebody and you have this epic conversation and then you connect with somebody at an event. You never know what's going mm. to happen and the universe is leaving you breadcrumbs. Go this way, go that way, go over here. And when we ignore it, we're telling the universe, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah. That's right? that with the universe yeah. giving you a right old. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's usually where I show up as a coach is to give a little bit of a spiritual spanking, I call it. <laughs> and you'll hear me say all the time in a lot of my coaching, how is none of your business? And there is no mountain because we love to build mountains with all of our to-do lists. And I'll bet you that 80% of the things on your to-do list don't actually need to be done. And if you were to let go of control and follow the nudges, 90% of that to-do list would just sort itself out. And the mad thing is that, that what's going on in my head now, because I obviously need universal laws in my life because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm coming out with all the right, the wrong things. So you're saying, so as you say, you just need to follow the nudges and, you know, what have you. I'm going, well, how do you know what are the nudges? So there I am already mm-hmm. going, how? When yep. you ask you that question, I'm lost cause. Okay, this is... <laughs> You are not a lost cause. Nobody's a lost cause. You're not broken. (laughs) It's just because you've never heard this before, right? So it kind of blows up your brain a little bit of like, oh, and then all the feelings of the shame of how did I not know this? Well, you didn't know what you didn't know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know some things. I just didn't know. And this is why I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you. Okay, so so we've got we've had awareness. Yes, we we draw that awareness in. We feel what we're feeling. We accept that. We have to accept what it is and what what it could be. We then get to self responsibility, where we have to make that decision, that choosing space, that's decisive. And now we're moving towards action. So we don't know what that action is. We're not asking how. Mm-hmm. action is we're just taking whatever action seems to be the thing to do on a random Tuesday afternoon that's yep. what I'm going to do yeah okay yeah. so then if you're taking inspired action and just following the nudges what you then lead into the fifth stage of divine timing which is uh, acceleration oh so here's where here's the sweet spot It's the place that everybody strives for. I just want to be in momentum, right? But momentum only arrives after you've done those first four steps. Mm. And then here's what happens. All of the triggers and the synchronicities and everything's flying at you all at once. And then you forgot to shower and you forgot to take your kids to school. And oh my God, how can I handle it all? It's too much. And we quit. Yeah. Don't quit. That's the tough thing. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I always share when I hear somebody and I've gotten to the point now where I can just get you to share a little bit of story of what's going on with you. And I can tell you what time it is based on what your your language that you're using. When it's in when you're in momentum, it's like you're in a boat surrounded by sharks. Do not put your hands in the water. (laughs) Stay in the dang boat. (laughs) <laughs> okay 
stay focused. This is who I am. This is what I want. I have made this decision. I'm going to get up every day. I'm going to make the decision again. I'm going to feel what it feels like to experience this. And I'm going to do what's next. And you just keep doing what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next. Even when everything over here is screaming at you for its atten for attention, because but what about me? But what about me? Yeah. It's nothing but noise. Yeah. And if you keep your head down blinders on and just keep going, then you go into the sixth stage of divine timing, which is transmutation. And yeah. just like that, the money lands in your account and everything is wonderful. Amazing. So with transmutation, often what I see is people not wanting to recognize that they have become the person who has what they want. And so we either stay in momentum and just get lost in the chaos of the 52 million things to do. And then we're like, yeah. what just happened? Yeah. Or people quit before they get to the gold. That happens a lot. So when you go into transmutation, it's a moment of celebration and honoring. Mm -hmm. And it's a moment of embodiment, of noticing that you have become that person, recognizing that. That's that's a, an, a, a beautiful, amazing state to get to. I feel like there's some people, and I may be wrong, I hope I am, but do, does it go, do you have some people keep going round in this circle time and time again? Because I can imagine there are some people who get to the goal, they get, you know, say they want, um, they're, they're trying to, they want a, a, a relationship, say, and they get, they do all of this, they find the perfect person, they, you know, have the mad love story, they, et cetera, et cetera. They get to the, to what they wanted. They have a steady relationship and then things fall flat on their face or, you know, and then, or they still just, or they get that perfect job. They think that they, that they were pictured in their heads, they're in the office, they're strutting in in their amazing heels with their expensive handbag and they've landed. And then actually the guy who sits next to you has got dreadful BO and it's actually not as great as he thought it was. And so on to the next, like, I feel like some people get to that stage and then go, it's not enough. I want more. Yes. And oh. so it can be. So when we, when you transmute, when you become that person, whether or not you recognize it or not, you always move back into awareness. Right. And awareness then brings up, okay, well, now that I've got that, I also want that. And there is, I mean, we are designed to be creators in this planet. So mm -hmm. please always go for more. Yeah. Don't settle for, oh, that's good enough. And now I'm just going to lay flat and flatline and not do anything, which can yeah. happen, right? Yeah. When we think, okay, I've got the thing I want now. It's selfish to ask for more. Keep going, ask for more ask for more. So you get that consistent $5,000 a month going in your bank account. You accept that you celebrate it. And then you come back into awareness and you say, what if I went for 10? And then you just amplify and go through the cycle again and do it again and again and again and again. And I'm um, presuming that each time you go around that cycle, once you have the knack of it, or you have the energy of it and you recognize those, you know, those, different stages and again just having the awareness I mean I know the first step is awareness but having awareness of just this yeah is the thing that's going to help accelerate that that's going to help you to move through 
each cycle. So this is a, a constant cycle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So in the work that I do, I am constantly leading people through their divine timing cycle over and over and over again. Yeah. And once you understand what it feels like in each stage, then you start to get really good at creating. Yeah. Yeah. How magical. Okay. I'm, I'm a, a big fan of this because it's so very clear and and for me also as a chakra a chakra teacher like i can i can see where these energies of each stage live within us mm -hmm. so we can begin to embody that as well which is my favorite thing to do is just like be in the body with all of this stuff you know that self responsibility you know that action let's feel that in the manipura chakra you know let's get that mm -hmm. that core going and we can you know, activate that, not just with our brains, but with our minds, with our breath, with, um, with you know, with our bodies and our breath and uh, our spirit as well, which is super exciting way of, of working. I love this. Okay, so this, this universal law of divine timing is just one of 25 that you work with personally. Yeah. Yeah. So when a client comes to you and they're like, okay, Cindy, I'm taking you on as my coach, my life coach, my universal laws coach. You're going to do some kick-ass numerology stuff with me. We're going to, you know, this, this, is this where you always start with divine timing? Is the, yeah. And is this the, yeah. the key? This is the kind of the big chunky one that unlocks lots of others. Yes. Yes. Uh, divine timing, basically, I see divine timing for myself as the engine behind everything. And within divine timing, we play with other laws, but you can actually get away with not knowing any of them if you are activating divine timing. Numerology ties into divine timing. I walk people through their charts using divine timing. It it really is the driver of all things. Yeah, yeah. No, I can see that because it's a it's a beautifully complete it's a very it's 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 very perfection it's very oneness isn't it it's very it is, yeah all encompassing exactly. it's very yeah oh <laughs> I love that yeah, I no, mean, if you ever wanted a, 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 a manual for the universe divine timing is it yeah yeah so I'm I'm interested in asking you about a couple of other of the universal laws if mm -hmm. you you're okay with that so the one that I'm interested in is when I when I read is the law of energy and vibration is that one that comes within your remit and what does, what yeah. does that talk to so I've never heard it languaged that way but my intuition is saying that it's probably the law of vibration and resonance so when we are in that feeling state of what could be what we're doing is we're actually activating our energy field and our energy field can be measured nine meters outside the body, 27 feet. Like this is no joke. And we go out into the world and that vibrational bubble, as I call it, is really an imprint of our thoughts and our feelings. So we go out into the world and we are vibrating at a certain vibration, at a certain frequency. Mm -hmm. So if we go out into the world and we believe that we are broke and miserable and sad, we go out into the world and everything around us resonates at that same frequency. And so it's the only thing we can see in the world is broke people, sad people, miserable people. And so we are it 
proves it to ourselves. And it's the only thing that we attract as well, because vibrations like to resonate. They like to correspond with the original vibrations. So all that's coming to you will be that same vibration. Yeah, exactly. So birds of a feather flock together, right? Everything in our experience is a mirror. And we're literally going out into the world and proving it to ourselves by looking ourselves in the mirror of what our frequency is. So when we start activating the feeling state of what could be, that resonant field starts to vibrate at a higher frequency. You know, we hear this all the time, raise your vibe. This is what it is scientifically, feeling the feelings of what could be and activating that flow in the body and that vibrational frequency and and calling that frequency in Mm. over and over and over again. As I'm just saying this out loud, my whole body's starting to vibrate like at a higher frequency. Yeah. And then you go out into the world and you start seeing people with more money and happier people and acts of kindness. And you're like, whoa, what's going on? It's because you've activated the frequency that allows you to see it in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And what can happen at that stage is you go out into the world and you're like, nah, that can't be true. Or you're triggered by somebody who has more money because you're like, well, who are they? And they're kind of rude, but (laughs) you're literally seeing your possibility in the mirror and you're turning the mirror the other way and saying, I don't want to look at you. Yeah. So resonance, that vibration, that law is really about activating it in your nine meter bubble. Mm-hmm. And then going out into the world and being willing to see what's in the mirror. That's really fascinating, isn't it? To to go out into the world and just notice what you're noticing. It's the same, you know, annoying thing. I remember the first time someone said, feel what you're feeling. I had just annoying, stupid thing to say. And then, <laughs> actually, it's brilliant. But also noticing what you are noticing that is what's going to tell you where your vibration is isn't it yeah our our superpower as human beings is the ability to observe and to create so we observe what's happening in our current reality and if you love it create more and if you don't love it raise your frequency call in a different frequency change your frequency it's literally like changing the channel on a radio station yeah and then go out into the world and be the observer. You observe the world, you perceive the world how you perceive it, and then create what you want to perceive. Mm. That's our superpower. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's that same, that's that thing. And when you say that, what comes to mind is a really basic, like dumb comparison. But like if you um, were the child of a famous parent with untold wealth and fame, you see that as possibility. You're already living in that vibration because it's kind of like, well, that's just easy because mom does it, dad does it, whatever. Yeah. And so therefore you go out and become hugely famous and successful and wealthy beyond your means. It's that recognition of what is is easy to see. So if you does it work the same way that if you go out and you make yourself notice the positive if you make yourself if you search actively for the good for the positive for the whatever it is that you're after you know role models of relationships or of spirituality or of um you know whatever wealth whatever it is you're after does just if you feel like you're not in that vibration but you go looking for it that's the one way of shifting it can work. There's a, there's a line there. So there's an, there's a possibility of skipping over acceptance by doing that. And, okay. and you want to do both. So, you know, the old saying, you are a, a mirror of the five people you spend the most time with, right? So if you're spending all your time with miserable people, guess what? You're miserable, right? So being aware of what you're consuming and who you're spending time with is important and yet forcing yourself to be around is super happy people and forcing the gratitude when you are not feeling grateful, kind of painful, right? Yeah. So there is that acceptance and forgiveness piece that needs to happen first of the acceptance of, you know what, I have the, all this shame and this money story and all this thing or whatever it is, I, I feel like I'm not loved, so I don't have the relationship I want, whatever it is, allow yourself to feel that. And then once you've worked through that, through forgiveness, through acceptance, then go find the people. Yeah. But we yeah. can't just shortcut and jump straight to gratitude and be like, it's all rainbows and kittens. I, I don't know about you, but when I'm in the shame guilt spiral, it's really hard to feel great, grateful. Yes. It's like putting a bandaid on something. It doesn't resolve it. It doesn't actually get you to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. The world tells us just feel grateful. Well, and mm. for first. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's great because I mean I know I'm I'm I'd love to say that I'm purposefully asking all the really dumb questions, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's great because it it shows it shows where the gaps are. Like, you know, the sort of the the newbie brain like mine, you know, comes along and goes, Well, how about this? How about that? And and I can see now what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to like skirt around the outsides. Can we miss out that bit? And just like, yeah. you know, shortcut that bit. And there are no shortcuts when it comes yeah. to personal law because who are we to yeah we're not able or about to change any of the universal laws yeah they're pretty written in stone you know man-made laws can change and there's lots of gray areas and all sorts of things there but with universal law you can't you the universe knows your truth the universe knows what vibration you're vibrating at the universe knows exactly what you want even when you don't and it is providing you what you want 
Mm. If you don't like what you see, guess what? You're creating that. Mm. Yeah. So listen, where did the universal laws, when did they, as a sort of as concept, as a thing, when did they come into being, if you like? Who, I mean, <laughs> well, obviously they've always been around, but like, <laughs> they, I know, God, you see, I am the queen of dumb questions today. I told you I was There's no such thing as stupid questions. I love this. This is good. <laughs> So, but somebody's at some point has gone right. These are the universal laws and written them down. Like that's yeah. what I'm asking. Like, where do they come from? In that sense, like who's... absolutely. So, you know, I don't know who the first person to write things down was, um, yeah. but we see it in numerology um, from the system that I use in numerology. These laws were written at least 7,000 years ago, if not longer, uh, you know, depending on how far back we can go. But our ancestors, it was given to us, this yeah. information. Yeah. And a lot of it's been distorted. A lot of it's been shoved into private libraries for no one to ever find out about because there are unfortunately groups of people in this world who don't want us to know. Mm. And so they make sure that we don't understand it. And they find ways to program us in ways that this doesn't make sense until we start to unlock it. Mm. And a lot of it has been unlocked through an understanding of the numerology system that we use. Mm. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of what the universal laws hold. Uh, and obviously I have a very, very, very bad rudimentary understanding of them. But it feels to me like the... Um, the, these laws are held in in like the Vedas, in the scriptures, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the like ancient script. Like this is all stuff that was there one way or another, like way back, probably in all religious, you know, scriptures of whichever religion you turn to probably holds all of the universal laws because they were connected in, in that, you know, before we had you know all the distractions and the and the mad population and busyness of our current modern day lives yeah there was a connection there absolutely was... so that a prime example of that is the law of belief so the word believe back in the day meant love devotion and dedication but we think now that belief means something is true mm. and that's a prime example of how back in the 1400s Christianity was on the rise. They were going around with missionaries and they were burning certain texts and they changed our language. No judgment for it, but it's historical fact that it happened. Yeah. And in the changing of our language, there was a distortion in what some of these things meant. Mm. And so we think belief means it's true. Well, we can't actually prove anything to be true. Yeah. And so then what do we believe in? It's created this massive distortion on the planet. But if we understand the law of belief, the law of belief means love, dedication, and devotion. So I believe in my work so much that nobody could ever tell me to stop. If a hater comes in and says, you're crazy, Cindy, I go, ah, I love you. And I keep going. <laughs> yes. Right? Because I don't really care what so-and-so has to say. There's a distortion over there. And that's wonderful that you believe that. You're in love and dedicated and devoted to that thought. And I am in love and dedicated and devoted to this path. Yeah. And so I can't be deterred. Yeah. And this is what happens too, is people, I think that's true. Well, obviously that person has that opinion. So I think it's true. So now I believe that person mm -hmm. and it's pulling you off your path. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, as my best friend says, everybody has an opinion, and yeah, and and none of them are yeah. None and of- wouldn't it be wouldn't it be the most boring world ever if everybody had the same beliefs? Oh, completely. I think it would be so drab. <laughs> it would be it would be terrifying actually. Yeah. If that right. Was yeah. yeah. And so when people have other opinions, we can just say, "Oh, cool." I believe this. I'm going to go this way. Yeah. Love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what my friend says, she says, everyone's got an opinion and everyone has an opinion for me. So I don't need an opinion because everyone's got an opinion for me. I'm just, yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to be. Cindy, thank you. Listen, I feel like I'm, I've, I've asked an epic number of questions that have not made sense, but I'm, feeling so much more enlightened about the universal laws and I feel like I honestly want honestly want a part three because I would love to I would I really am fascinated by universal laws so if somebody out there has also been like oh god this really makes sense I need to know more Mm -hmm. obviously they can come to your beautiful website they can engage with you but if that's not a possibility for them would you recommend is there like a book or a website or something um obviously you've got a podcast as well Yeah, I've got a podcast. And um, one of the things that we're working with is I'm certifying a lot of coaches right now in this work. Um, So there's a course that we teach called Mastering the Brain Game. And it walks you through a divine timing cycle. It teaches you how to feel your feelings. It teaches you all of the stages and we give you certain tools to use. And we also teach you how to recognize what time it is for you. So, you know, if working with me isn't an option, there's lots of brain game coaches out there who are highly trained in the law of divine timing and they understand this process. So, you know, I'm always promoting the brain game coaches in my social media, Mm -hmm. on my website. So if you don't want to, it can't work with me. There's lots of other coaches out there that do this. Okay. And taking it even a step further back, if somebody wants to go to the library and look at a book that might there give There isn't them- a book, unfortunately. There isn't a book. There is not a book. It is being what? created, but there is not a book right now. Okay. There is not a single book out there that I would recommend around this work. It has not been written, um, but it is currently being written. So hold, please. Okay. All right. Well, please, will you shout that from the rooftops when it yeah. arrives? Absolutely. Yeah. And stay in touch through my website and through my social media, because when that book becomes available, I will be shouting it from the rooftops. This is something that has not been mainstream and we need it to be mainstream. Yeah. 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 No, it does. It does need to be because it's, it's not anything other than total common sense when it's laid out, like you've laid it out for us. It's, it's very clear. Anybody who's sort of done any kind of work, inner work can see that it's really very beautiful yeah. and and it's beautiful because it's universal law because it's because it's just right you know it yes. just is yeah yeah, yeah. I, feel that. I think actually too by the time this episode is sent out to your audience I will have a something on my website that talks about divine timing so I I would say go visit my website there's probably a free offer there that talks about divine timing okay cool (laughs) it's not not there at the time of this recording but it will be there by that time so okay awesome thank you Cindy for being an absolute 
brilliant rock star once again you're brilliant thank you for being so patient with me <laughs> oh i love all the questions and i think that's so important that just goes to show that this isn't mainstream yeah. and so i appreciate your questions because it allows people to get a feel for it because i'm sure you're not the only one with those questions yeah i hope not <laughs> okay take care see you thank soon you so much. <laughs> bye Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed Cindy as much as I do. I think she's she just got this wonderful purposefulness about her, this absolute belief, and her energy is fantastic. So if you want to get in touch with Cindy, her website is just simply cindyvanarnham.com. And if you want to tune into her um, podcast, it's called Rebel Radio. And um, yeah, I think we should all wait with bated breath for this book because it sounds pretty revelationary and interesting. Honestly, my pile of books is growing. If you'd be interested in knowing what books I read, um, then I will you know, let me know. I will tell you. Maybe we can start a little sort of book club, book suggestions between us. Um, it would be really nice to, to hear what you guys are reading, what you find inspirational to read. I know that I have a mountain of books that I'm still trying to get through and I will get there eventually. Um, the other thing that I wanted to just let you know was that if you want to watch these podcasts on YouTube, you just have to um, find my channel on YouTube, which is simply The Chakra Way. And a lot of the last few months' videos are there. I had to wait until I had fiber broadband because otherwise it would literally take me all night to upload a video. Anyway, they're all there for you now. So go and enjoy if you like. All right, I will see you next time. Take care and lots of love. See you soon. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.